Hey everybody, welcome to the Riley and Winfrey Podcast. This week's topic... Sit back, grab some snacks, and enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome to our show. Welcome to our podcast. Today we're going to talk about how Satan is deceiving the world and... Hiding in plain sight. Yeah, and how the world sees evil is good and good is evil. That's what he wants you to think. So, as Christians, we're very attacked in this world because... We're um, not of it. We're not of the world. and We don't live here. And we're not supposed to be of the world. The world hates us and despises us. Says it despised and hated Jesus when he was here. In human flesh. Yeah, I think of um, John fifteen eighteen through 27. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to it. But you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world so it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. They will do all this to you because of me, for they have rejected the one who sent me. God. The one who sent me, God. They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my father. If I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them, no one else could do. They would not be guilty. But as it is, they have seen everything I did, yet they still hate me and my father. This fulfills what is written in their scriptures. They hated me without cause. But I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the father and will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. So explain to the people what this means here. Um, so, so let's break it down from the beginning. Yeah, I think anytime we read a big passage, we should explain. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I think we should, anytime we read any passage. Mm-hmm. Sure. So from the beginning, if the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. It hated God first. And because we have God in us, the world's going to hate us too. <laughs> why, why does the world hate God? Because the world is the enemy in rebellion of God. to God, mm-hmm. yeah. In rebellion, the enemy of. We're in rebellion from pretty much the beginning in Genesis when um, Eve, Eve took the apple. Eve ate from the tree. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, we've been in a natural rebellion towards God, which mm-hmm. is sad. <laughs> but we can still choose Him mm-hmm. and choose to be right with Him and. As long as you're still on this earth, it's not too late, and you still have a chance. Mm-hmm. You still have a chance to get right with God, and to be reconciled. Anyway, mm-hmm. good. Um, so, continuing on, it's talking about. The only way the world would love us is if we're part of this world. We are in this world. We live here, but we're not of the world. We don't belong Mm -hmm. here. I don't know about you, but 
when I was saved, people would say, like, I miss the old you. I don't like who you are anymore. Because what they see now is not... Of the world. Of the world. And they don't see it as something good. It's something bad. They don't like what they see because it's not what they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what being born again is. You're, everything has changed. Your thoughts, your desires. Mm-hmm. You're like a completely new person in Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing, actually. It's a very good thing. Because your your desires and your will starts to match up with God more and everything just goes better. It says here, the world will love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you are no longer part of the world. So because we're no longer part of the world, the world does not see us in the same way, does not love us as if we belong to it. Mm-hmm. Where we don't belong. And people treat us in that way. People don't treat us well because of it. Yeah. Would you say Christians or unbelievers get attacked more? Mm, I think Christians get attacked for their beliefs and unbelievers get attacked because they don't believe. Just the way they are attacked separately. So Christians know that, you know, these things are wrong and well, the things that they believe in are right, so the devil doesn't have to subtly make any changes. He's just yeah. going to full on attack because he knows they're already ready and waiting. Yeah, I mean, when you're a believer, the devil doesn't have to hide from you anymore. So mm-hmm. the way he attacks you is very obvious. Mm-hmm. And when you're not a believer, it's... I don't know if I'd say subtle, but you don't notice what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's very he's subtle. He's hiding no, from you because right. Satan doesn't want you to know that he exists. Because if you know he exists, then you know that Jesus exists. Mm-hmm. So. He knows that even his mere existence and acknowledging his mere existence points. But back some to people the believe in Satan and and not God. But yeah. they they have to anyway because they can't. What they're doing is they're putting Satan as their god. So they're mm-hmm. saying that he's the good. Yeah. And then sacrifices babies, which doesn't even make any sense. Right. I mean, there's literally a church of Satan. Like, people say, oh, um, you know, all these Christians in their religion. It's like, we're not the only religious people. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all other types of religion, but why is it that Christianity is the one that's so attacked? I don't see anyone saying Buddha is stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all about attacking Jesus. Yeah. Because the world hates the thought of idolizing something that's not of the world. Yeah. Which is crazy, because God made the world. What was that, um, what were you saying about Satan will, like, slowly put things into your life until it's, like, literally consuming you and you Yeah, so... Like, for example, little Buddha statues or, like... Yeah, so, so, for example, um, Satan is going to try to, and has successfully won several 
settled battles in the world today. And you you wouldn't even know it if you weren't either told or you weren't Christian or anything like this. You, you just wouldn't know. It's just accepted fact. Like, take, for example, um, abortion. Okay, somehow between, you know, a hundred years ago and today, abortion has grown in its meaning and, um, and its acceptance. There are plenty of people today who believe that, you know, the, the process of killing an unborn baby is a woman's choice and it's not alive until it comes out of the womb, which is entirely false as soon as, you know, the sperm meets the egg, it's an alive baby. It's, it's alive. And it's, all of those unborn babies went to heaven. Every single one of them. But... I think it's because people don't see life as a blessing from God. Well, it's, it's just... It's, it's accepted murder. Right, because they don't see that life as being meaningful. Oh, the child, the baby in the womb hasn't even lived yet, and... So that means, like... Yeah. Well, like, and also life is meaningless to people. Mm-hmm. Without God, life is meaningless, and... Whether they realize it or not, what they're saying basically is that, like, it's meaningless life. Like, doesn't need to. I don't know. It's just sad. And then you get into the argument of, well, the baby's going to have problems. The baby might not live past two years. Going to be in intense pain. May as well just kill the baby. And a lot of people would agree that that's the correct thing to do. But that's not for us to decide. That's not for us to decide. And But not even that. Even if it was, like, you're taking two years away from that baby. Yeah. It, it's... It, like, yeah, that baby will be in pain. But you're taking a life. You're murdering that baby because you are making a decision based on your feelings of how... What's going to happen. I feel pain... And, you know, I, my, my little sister was a miracle baby. Does that mean that, you know, we should have killed her because she wasn't supposed to live? Yeah, I mean, everyone deserves a like chance. Every, everyone like, deserves a chance. I was told I was going to be bedridden, like, for the rest of my life, years and years and years ago. And I am most certainly like, not. Who, who, gives, who gives you the right to decide whether somebody should live or not because mm-hmm. they may not, like... Yeah, you just They don't may know. have complications. That doesn't, like, justify, like, deciding for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyway, the, uh, the Satan is, is subtly putting things into our society that is changing the way we mm-hmm. think, the way we feel about ourselves. Like, I, it's I, interesting because Satan in the world today is very obvious. Mm-hmm. If you are a believer, but if you're being deceived and you're asleep to it, you're not noticing you take it. it. It's just, I mean, it's crazy how obvious Satan is today, and still people don't see it. Like, oh, it's just fiction. Well, why is it such a prevalent thing? Why are there so many movies about like the devil and? It doesn't even make sense why. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 
<laughs> but there are also we are also a fallen and broken human race. Yeah. Does that make God love those people any less? No. No, but they're not forgiven yet. But they're not forgiven yet. God's wrath is upon them. Mm-hmm. And he loves them, but it's it, he's angry at them at the same time because they're not doing what he said. Right, we can't we can't pick and choose who God is. God is who he is, and yeah. we didn't decide that. So, yes, God is angry and he's wrathful, but that's why we need Jesus because mm-hmm. Jesus absorbed the wrath of God and I mean honestly it's reasonable to me because we're pretty awful sometimes. I yeah. mean like we're people do some awful things and I if God if God wasn't good then he would be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like God being angry at those things I feel like that makes him good because it's justice. It's caring. If, if 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 he wasn't upset about those things, then he wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know. My argument is, don't you want to know for certain? I mean, death lingers over everyone. Everyone has to go sometime. And my argument is, don't you want to know for a hundred percent certain fact? what happens after death because people say oh like i don't know it's the unknown it's the void like you can't know for certain no there's a there's a truth there's one truth and when you're saved you know for 100 percent fact exactly where you're gonna go you Mm -hmm. know what happens when you die Mm -hmm. there's no uncertainty about it i know that when i die i'm going to go to heaven i'm going to be with jesus christ Mm -hmm. and there's that piece of yes I'm going to carry out the Lord's work while I'm still here but when I do die I know that there's a reward in heaven for me not because of my own works but because of Jesus and death no longer scares me because I know where I'm going honestly I'm excited to be with Jesus Mm-hmm. It'll be an exciting time. Yeah, I'm going to live out my life here and do the Lord's calling, but when I do go, I know where I'm going. And I, I want everyone else to have that certainty of I know for a fact where I'm going. When you're a Christian, you have this assurance that after you die, you're going to go to heaven with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, without and Satan it, deceives the world with that by saying... Like, death is an uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And it's it's lies. You can Mm -hmm. be certain of it. And it isn't the end. Um, You can be certain of where you go. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's how Satan corrupts the world with that. Satan corrupts the world with several different things. Yeah. Yeah. There are actually... Um, recently Riley saw a movie called Nefarious and that's how we actually came up with doing this topic. Would you like to share your insight on that movie? I I haven't seen it yet, but he said it was very interesting and it just shed shed light on how Satan and demons um 
basically deceive the world and keep everyone asleep to the truth. So it it's a movie about this guy who gets possessed at a young age, a really young age. And it talks about how this happens. Mainstream media wants you to believe that possession just happens where a demon just enters whoever they want and that makes them do whatever they want. But in reality, that's not how In possession, works. actually, it can't happen to believers because we're, mm-hmm. we have the Holy Spirit. We can't have, we, do. we can't have the Holy Spirit and an unclean spirit at the same time within mm-hmm. us. It, that's not how it works. Like the Holy Spirit has made his home within us, so we mm-hmm. can't have anything else within us. We can be attacked and we can be attacked by Satan, but we cannot be possessed. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I was possessed before, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, but I think I was before I was a Christian. There was a period of time where I was dealing with some mental illness, and I felt like, um, like demonic presence within me. Mm-hmm. I don't really know exactly what it was, but it felt like possession to me. Mm-hmm. So. The idea is this guy gets possessed by a demon uh, slowly throughout his life. So when he was five, he... And possession is not what you think either. It's not like, um, you know, the exorcist. Mm-hmm. Like in that movie, it's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. It's... How would you describe it to be? Like, the person isn't themselves. It's a series of yeses and noes. So it's like... It's like the person has to say yes to certain things before the demon can even enter the body. Demons can't just possess Yeah, them. you have to, like, open that door. You have to it. accept the demons in. Uh-huh. So it's your own fault if you get possessed. No, it's not... I wouldn't say it's your fault. But you've been tricked by the devil. And... It's your... It's your doing. It, it, like, because you still it's have It's more complicated than that, because a lot of the time people don't know what they're doing, even if they're opening those doors. Like, you're trying to find an answer. You're trying to find God, but Satan is just tricking you. Anyway, go on about the movie. So, the movie... He said a series of yeses. And the demon possessed him and made him kill a bunch of people. He was convicted for four murders. He killed 11 people. Two of which were, he was he allegedly killed. And the rest, um, the police will never find out about, according to him. So he's put on death row. And death row inmates have to get a psychiatry exam right before the supposed execution. If they're if they're found insane, they don't get executed and they go to a psychiatric ward and try to get rehabilitated and get help. But if they did, if they aren't insane, they're in their right mind, then they are executed. The demon that has possessed. This guy 
his name is Nefarious. And he he controls the situation to a certain extent. And he goes on to say, like... It's interesting, because doesn't Nefarious mean something? Um, isn't yeah. that a word? Wick, it means wicked or criminal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Very so, fitting. So he... He set it up in the guy he's possessed his life. And he, and he set it up to where the guy invited him in. Almost unknowingly. And he talks about yeah, the it point, is unknowingly. He talks about, like, how Satan has tricked humanity to the point where humanity does Satan's bidding without realizing it. We do yeah, evil. like, some people are literally puppets for the devil. Like, if you look at Hollywood and mm-hmm. a lot of singers and actors and just, just people in, you know, fame and glory, they're being puppets for the devil. Mm-hmm. I mean... There's one example I can think of. I mean, should I say examples? Yeah, sure. Demi Lovato has an album called Holy F. I don't even want to say that. Um, And then the one before that, Dancing with the Devil. It's just, like, very obvious. I mean, like, she's literally sitting in a bed, a cross bed thing. It's just like mockery, I feel like, and um, yeah. Pray for their souls because they're literally puppets of Satan, and they—I mean, I don't know if they know what's happening or not. I don't know if they signed their souls away. I, I don't really know. But um, it's interesting because she was she was a Christian. Yeah, I don't know about that. See, there's false prophets though. There's, there's people who so, claim to be Christian and say they love God, but but she was before she was a star. So yeah, so she still is. She's just so dead. So she's doing. I she's mean, little Nas X too. Uh, little Nas X. We don't even gotta talk about that guy. He's um, he literally has a music video where he he's dancing gives on the a lap dance. To I mean, if that doesn't tell you that like the spiritual. This spiritual realm is real. I, I don't know, like, what will. These same people... Because you're blind and asleep if you don't, like, these same see it. Sorry want, to be, like, harsh, but... These same people want you to believe that none of these things exist, and yet they're admitting Right, they it. pass it off as, like, fiction. But yeah. then there's too much reality, there's too much truth into what they're speaking for mm-hmm. it to be false. It isn't. In a previous episode, we've already talked about the validity the validity of the Bible and what evidence we found and everything being completely accurate and biblically and historically correct. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't the fact that, you know, God exists be historically and accurately correct in everyone's mind? It just blows my mind to even think about that. It's interesting with the whole Demi thing, and I think of Matthew twenty four twenty four. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So there's many people who will say, like, Lord, Lord, but will not enter the kingdom because they're not truly Christians. They're just, it's a persona. It's mm-hmm. wolves in sheep clothing, or... Wolves in sheep clothing, yeah. Wolves in... Sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, evil people in nice people clothing. 
And you can tell by the way they live their lives. And I mean, everyone messes up, so like obviously people make mistakes. And but speaking of um, Hollywood, Miley Cyrus Miley has had Cyrus. a insane like ups and downs when it comes to what she believes, why she believes it. Right. I feel like that's very much of a pattern and. Hollywood, there's like she went. It looks from, like they're Christian, and they say they declare yeah. to be, but they're not. They're, and I think the reason is because they want people to think that they're good, and even and that way they can open people's minds yeah. into like what the it's it's like the the work of the devil, even them saying they're a believer and then going off and doing this stuff. It's like, I mean, Satan knows knows who Jesus is. Yeah. Satan knows the Bible, and exactly. I think of um. Romans twelve nineteen, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will, I will repay, says the Lord. That's saying that justice is in his hands mm-hmm. and is not for us to decide upon, because if we take revenge into our own hands, that is because of our sinful nature and our, our hatred and unforgiveness, it doesn't... Mm-hmm. We're being, we end up being just as bad if not as worse. who we're trying to avenge. Mm-hmm. If not worse, usually worse, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, I recently watched this movie called The Unforgivable, and it makes me think of just that. Like, it's not a Christian film, but it was very interesting to me because it shows the reality of unforgiveness and basically, like, because of people's sin, sins wanting to take revenge and um, taking revenge into your own hands mm-hmm. and how that doesn't go well. It, it makes you a monster as well. And it, it makes you more of a monster in the end. Mm-hmm. And we got to forgive. Uh, we got to learn to forgive people. Yeah. And not try to find revenge. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know revenge usually our version of revenge isn't godly revenge it's hate it comes it stems from hatred and you end up being just as bad if not worse than who you're trying to avenge like i said before Mm -hmm. woe to those who call evil good and good evil who put darkness for light and light for darkness who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. So we basically got it all wrong. We've got, we see evil as being good and good as being evil. And that's exactly what and Satan wants. Our, our version of good does not line up with God's and that's why we need God for morality. And morality is not subjective. It, it's, a, it's a moral, we have a moral code, a God-given moral code. Sorry, what'd you say? Uh, Satan wants us to believe that. Good is evil and evil. Yeah, yeah, that's how... That is... Sums up, basically, Satan's purpose is to get people to fall short and go to hell so he can rule over them and torture them for all eternity. And so many people are going there and not even realizing it. So many people are going to go there and never realize it. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're recording this, so... Please listen. <laughs> Please look into your, to it yourself and read the Bible and seek God's truth because 
it's important to know it's important to know it is where so very important it's important to have the assurance of salvation mm-hmm. and to be saved and that's why we got to plant seeds and the bible talks about planting seeds in people um basically little um well, how would you describe planting seeds how do you explain it um little things that add up into their life and if it takes root it grows and prospers into being saved mm-hmm. and the seed is the word of god and the truth of god and basically the truth the little planting seeds is planting the truth in people and taking away their mm-hmm. their confusion and to see in their lives and bringing them into the kingdom of heaven but God is who does oh it's it turned off is that bad yeah it should still be recording God is the one that saves people but we're vessels of the Lord and when we're planting seeds we're allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through us so no one can boast Mm -hmm. I think the most important part of this episode is just to warn people that Satan's out there and he's putting a sugar coating over all the evil that that he wants us to believe in, that he wants us to do, that he wants us to feel, and to be aware of it and to combat it. There's a reason that in Ephesians, the Bible is talked about as being the sword of truth. Put on the armor of God, Ephesians 6, put on the armor of God and be prepared to fight the devil because he's going to fight you even if you don't know it. Like just today, we went through a lot of adversity just to get this recording going. It's already so late in the day and we have so much to do. We couldn't get to it earlier than now, but we're still here. And you know, the more adversity you feel, the more kick back you're feeling, the the more you know you're in the right. The more you know that you're doing what God wants you to do. That's the important thing. Okay, so here's Ephesians 6. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness. Against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on <coughs> the breastplate of righteousness. And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So, what verses was that? Ephesians 6. Ephesians six ten through 18. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go and look that up yourself, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, We've used a couple I feel versions. like everyone 
feels to at least some point in their life something fighting within them um whether it's self-hatred depression or anything that Anxiety. doesn't come from god anything any negative, negative emotion just that feeling of like defeatedness something fighting you constantly that's satan that's principalities that's the darkness and the spiritual realm is very real it's like like this everything being here isn't just a coincidence and this isn't just it mm-hmm. like there's life after death there's this real spiritual realm mm-hmm. and um we're in a war for our souls constantly basically Never but but the it. good news is like we're not alone we have jesus like we have no fear knowing that there's no the battle has is already won mm-hmm. if you're saved the battle is already the war is already won but satan still rages the battles against us every day yeah we and gotta, that's, that's why we gotta always like be in the word and being close to god um because we can't defeat satan um, Sa- satan is powerful not as powerful as god but we cannot defeat satan on our own we satan need... is more powerful than humans than humans but yeah. god is more powerful than satan and right humans. so if we have god if we trust god and put god first and if we're close to god we can fight off satan if we're distant from god and or an unbeliever mm-hmm. or whatever just just not close with the lord you are going to be heavily attacked mm-hmm. and there is a war waging against your soul and you need the way to fight that is being close to god so yeah I like that sums up the armor of god yeah like closeness with god just be be close and assurance of it too like faith yeah your faith and your relationship with god so if you don't believe in God or Satan or anything that we're talking about, then I would I would question you with this. What makes your belief truth? If, right, because there's believe, truth of Christianity. What's the truth of the opposite of it? Well, no. Or no. what's the... What's, what's, what's the truth? There's no... There's only one truth. There's only one truth. So how well, do you? It think wouldn't make truth, sense for there to be multiple truths. How, basically, yeah. So, so what you're saying is, if you, what you believe is completely right, and it's you know there is no God, there is no Satan, there is no nothing, and you believe that, then what makes you right and anyone else wrong? And my rebuttal mm-hmm. to that as well as because you could say the same of what we're saying. Well, what makes us right? Because it's not what we, it's not. The fact that we're saying this is what we believe and this is the truth. We're saying this is the truth and that's why we believe in it. That's the difference. Yeah, we have something to actually back it up. Like, we we know like it's the, the reality truth. we live it. <laughs> yeah. We know it's the truth and that's why we believe in it. We don't believe in it because we think it's the truth. Yeah. We don't believe in the truth. It is the truth, so we believe in it. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. And we know that we can't pick and choose who God is. Mm-hmm. Like, God is who he says he is. We don't get to pick and choose what we believe to be the truth. We get to like, even pick though and you choose. Don't, even if you don't like it or, like... The question is, it isn't, like, do we get to believe... 
figure out what we believe and believe in it. The question is, this is the truth. Do we believe in it or not? And that's the question and the answer all of us are making. And God, God is who he is, whether you like it or not. So... And if you don't like it, you don't like it. You choose not to like it. That's fine. That is I your mean, choice. You're but not that going doesn't to, make it not that, the truth. You're not going to like it because that means accepting that you're sinful and that you're pretty... That you need God. <laughs> that you can't do it on your own. But some people and, will. Anyway, some people mm-hmm. will. Some people have. Yeah. Because... And you're not going to like it because God says that being gay is wrong. And that makes you angry. And that's just or some God, people, Or like, God decided. says God says there's two genders. Or God says... You know, Pe- people aren't going to like that. No, people aren't no. going to like it. Does that mean God hates you? No, it's against, God's going to love it's you, but it's wrong. against our sinful, rebellious nature. Everything that God says. Does that mean God hates you? No, God no. loves you, but it's still wrong. Yeah. I've met gay Christians. They exist. And they know it's wrong, And but in their hearts, they've come to the conclusion that God is okay with it in their case. And whatever, you know, the, they can do, they can, they can live, their relationship with God is between them and God. It's not for me to say anything about. Okay. But according to the Bible, gay marriage is wrong, but God still loves them. So I don't doubt that God... I don't think it's God being okay with it. I think it's God... God loving them loving in spite them. of. Yeah, because yeah. God is never okay with sin. I think it's No, God, more, doesn't, God doesn't become okay with sin. No, like, I, oh, I, you love I me? Okay, it's, it's fine. I think it's more of, um, I'm going to save you despite you sinning over and over again. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can go on being gay for the rest of your life, but if... You've accepted that Jesus died for your sins. You're still going to heaven. Doesn't mean it's right, but you're still going to heaven. Because mm-hmm. it's not about your works. Mm-hmm. But also God changes your heart and your desires according to his will if you let him. And, um... So, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not sure if it how that works with being gay because I'm not gay I mean I'm not saying you need to like change before you become a Christian (laughs) um no because God wants you to come as you are yeah you should come it doesn't matter if you think you're going to get condemned or feel condemned or anything like that if you want to love God God loves you already God loves everyone already. Before you even acknowledge his existence, before you were even born, God loved you. He died for what you did wrong and are going to do wrong for the rest of your life. He already died for it. He already forgave you. You just got to accept it. And until you first accept it, you're not fully forgiven. But he will always love you, no matter what. And it's never too late to come to him. It's never too late. It doesn't mean wait until your deathbed you're on your deathbed because you don't know when you're gonna die it could be in an instant that you didn't even see coming and you're just gone and you don't get the chance so if you're here you're listening can you to accept this jesus now. on your deathbed yeah and that's shown in the bible when jesus is being crucified on the cross next to the two thieves right yeah and the one says remember me in paradise or remember it's me, interesting because he's, me, he's a thief like 
mm-hmm. that sinned and because because he called on the name of the Lord Jesus said I will yeah. see you today in paradise yeah. and the thief died and he went to heaven and the other thief who scoffed in his face went to hell that same day because they died Jesus rose again right it's about loving God mm-hmm. and if you truly love God you'll be in paradise with us and with that thief and with every other person who has loved God everyone has the like ability to love God within them mm-hmm. even if they like don't agree with what he says or or if it's just hard for them to get there like everyone has the ability to be able to love God like mm-hmm. it's within us all mm-hmm. some heart some hearts are hardened more than others mm-hmm. but we all have that like desire within us and we have that void that only God can fill that void of searching for purpose searching for meaning and mm-hmm. that's searching for Jesus whether you know it or not mm-hmm. do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him so you can't love God fully while you're still you worshipping and loving the world I'm not saying like yeah, it brings to mind that verse that talks about um, you can't serve God and man at the mm-hmm. same time. Right. Like, it's it's hard to love God if your Loving love man. is in the world. If your love is, of, is the world. You can only have one God. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is it's either you love God, the one true God, or you love something else more than him, and that becomes a God in your life. So if you love yourself more than you love God... You're putting yourself as a god in your life. Mm. If you love money more than you love God, you're putting money as the god of your life. And yes. so on and so forth. So there's only <coughs> two things that can be. It can either be God or something that's not God. Mm-hmm. You can't serve both. You can only serve one. And what are you going to choose? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. quote some scripture and I think it's interesting of people seeing evil as good because 2 Corinthians 11 14 says no wonder Satan for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light Mm -hmm. and basically Satan looks like he's something good he looks he deceives the world by saying you can have all this money all this fame all this good fortune and that looks good to you but it's a path to hell to darkness Mm -hmm. it's it's seeing evil as being good Mm -hmm. because it looks like the light it looks like god it it looks like the truth i mean Mm -hmm. you go to the new age and you see that looks like God that looks like light and truth and love and happiness but no it is a path to destruction anything that isn't following God and is following Satan the angel of light if it looks good to you if it looks good to you and if it looks right it looks like this nice juicy yummy hamburger but in reality you're biting into dirt yeah yeah because the path to God the true it's good path no (laughs) not the seat the the true good path sorry is 
the, well, the, I'm talking about the path to God. Mm-hmm. What you were saying is to see, yeah. But uh, the true path to God is narrow and few will walk it. And it's not going to look like this happy path. It's not going to look like this, this take this drug and you'll be close with God. That's not how that works. That would be really simple and easy, but it's not, it's not how that works. The wide path, the easy path, the, the path that most people are going to take, that's where you get deceived. Because that's the part where you get deceived. Right? Like what Winfrey was talking about. Mm-hmm. Nice juicy hamburger, it looks good to eat, but it's actually dirt. You just don't know it because you're told it's a hamburger, you're told it's going to fill you up like a hamburger does. So you're going to bite into it. It tastes like dirt, but you're told it's going to fill you up. So you're going to keep eating it and keep eating it and keep eating it. And then you're going to order more. And then you're going to keep eating it and keep eating it until eventually you Mm. die because you're full of dirt. (laughs) Basically. Your soul is full of dirt. Uh Um, But you kept eating it because you thought this was good for you. But in reality, it's not. 2 Thessalonians 2.10 And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Mm -hmm. They did not receive it, they rejected it. And... The love of the truth. They did not receive that. So, receive it today. Amen. Jesus! (laughs) Jesus! (laughs) Alright, so yeah, just uh, resist the de- devil and be aware that there are several things, especially in today's day and age, that are deceiving you, that look like the truth, but they're not actually. And yeah. be aware that you know, the path to God is not going to be wrapped up in a nice little bow. It's going right, to... It's going to be hard. There, you're going to face lots of Temptation and temptation and persecution. Mm -hmm. You're gonna face. Honestly, it's a hard path to take. To take. I mean, I've I've had people. I've had certain people. I'm not gonna say their name. Say to me before, why would you choose this? Why would you choose Jesus? But it seems to come with a lot of pain. It seems to come with a lot Mm of hardship why would you even choose this because the amount of time we live on this earth is it, nothing is nothing it's basically a hotel trip right you yeah. go you only go to the hotel for even like you know three four days two weeks whatever but compared to the rest of your life that's a very small amount of time we're gonna go to heaven soon and by soon i mean really soon when it, it's compared to eternity Because time is just going to never end, never cease. It's going to continue going. And whether you believe in that or not, it's going to continue going. And whether you're in heaven or hell, that's up to you. That's your choice. But you're going to one of them, whether you believe in its reality or not. All atheists, when the rapture happens, if you do not believe in it, you're still going to go to it. You don't get to pass out. Yeah, you don't get to choose. Like, yeah, this is... The only choice you get is God or anything but God. That's the choice. And 
people joke about how like oh it'll just be fun right like i'll be living in my sin and it'll just be and a bunch just of be cute fun. demon girls or something yeah no you but don't, in reality you don't want to go there in reality you don't want to go there <laughs> because it's not going to be all fun and games like it is on this earth it's basically it's not a joke either like it's like think real. about it like this think about it like this satan is a used car salesman he is going to do everything in his power to get you to buy this used car and well, as I, soon as you get it home and you buy that car and you buy into everything he's saying and you buy that car it's gonna fall apart at home now you've got to yeah. spend tons of money out <laughs> countless hours fixing this car to realize that car is a piece of crap and but you bought into what he was saying he's saying this car is going to go great this car is going to last you forever you're going to be great and you're biting into that dirt burger well, I think I think people take see Christianity as like this just big stupid like it's just a joke mm-hmm. and like oh haha that's just funny like no it's not a joke and it's not a fairy tale either it's real it's very real it never was a fairy tale it was always real yeah but all right right. Have a have a swell early morning because you probably won't hear this till tomorrow. Alright, thanks or for listening and have a good Eve more night or more Eve night, wherever you are. Yeah. And whatever time you're listening to. Thanks for listening. Right. Thanks for tuning in. Follow all our uh socials and tell us if you want any kind of uh topic. We need topic. We're always looking for topics. But just because you tell us a topic doesn't mean we're gonna do it either. Agreed. Because some of the topics we don't want to do. Anyway, okay, goodbye.